Hey guys, welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of Be Social, and my co-host is Cole Mosier. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to be breaking down how they've grown their business through their social footprint. So join us as we follow along on their journey. All right, welcome back. And we are into a really fun episode with a really cool guest. She is quite the master of all things podcast. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, Cole, how was your week? What was your viral moment? <laughs> it was good. Um, my viral moment, I, this has kind of been my viral moment for the last couple of months, but I am trying to not be on my phone at night. Okay. And so it's been really, really good. I feel proud of myself. Been taking baths. I feel like we Working DM out, at reading. night, so I feel like you're not. Well, I get a notification <laughs> and I'll like answer you. Okay, you're my boss, so okay. gotta answer. But you're not the like boss. just like trolling it all night. No, and it's been really oh, nice. See, that's what I do. I like get into bed and then I literally just like sit on it for two hours. Yeah, it's disgusting. Worst feeling. So that's been feeling good. What about okay. you? Um. Well, I went to Stagecoach this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Saw Sam Hunt. Saw a lot of people that I was excited to see. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that was mine. Yeah. I feel like stagecoach has gotten annoying. Yeah, it's a lot more like it's Coachella, like Coachella. <laughs> now. Yeah, and it's like about like fashion and like there's brands there, and mm-hmm. it's like it was so crowded. It was literally like fifty percent more people than last year. Yeah, like I feel a like it's sad. a thing, and like everyone was so young, and like mm-hmm. I felt really just like old and out of place. So. Yeah. Um, fun feeling. <laughs> yeah, it felt really good. <laughs> that would probably be my unviral moment, or my what is it? Unfollow me moment is just like feeling old and outdated at stagecoach. <laughs> oh, that is dark. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, my unfollow me moment. I'm on the apartment hunt search. Oh, because um, we're moving our offices yes. downtown for all of our listeners who don't know. Um, but anyways, I am really indecisive. I found a beautiful apartment and now I'm just where really stressing in Highland Park. I don't so, even know what that is. It's really cute. <laughs> Sounds cute. Did you Does see anything it? cool on the internet this week? I did, and I'm going to go into it. Wow. So I was reading this article. I can't remember where I found it, but basically they were saying that they might take away likes and followers, like the count numbers on Instagram. Wow. And people were kind of like debating what they thought about it. And I feel like it's great. Like I think, yeah, I would. I would love it. (laughs) (laughs) You just tell brands you have a million followers. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think if an influencer were to like work with a brand, they'd have like the ability to see it on their back end, just like send that to them. But like, there, I don't know. I just feel like the competition and like, yeah, that'd be awesome. The struggle to get like fake following. What's the reasoning for that? I I was kind of reading into it a little bit, but basically they were saying like. On Instagram, they see a lot of people like posting and then deleting content because it's not getting good engagement. And so they like, obviously, they want like more and more content living on Instagram. So I don't know. That's like one reason, but who really knows? It could have been a fake article too. So it's like not really, I'm not sure. Oh, fake news. Yeah. Okay. Fact check. Um, <laughs> Natalie, help me. You like, that was that was a really good one. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to top that. Yeah. I mean, well, you just said you're not on your phone and not on the internet. So yeah. do you have anything? I'm basically Amish over here. Yeah. Um, what did I see on the internet? You know, two weeks in a row, you brought some joy to my life. Oh. Yeah. Okay. My dancing videos? Yeah. Okay. You were dancing <laughs> at Stagecoach. I've never seen anyone move the way you move. <laughs> <laughs> it never fails. It's so good. I, I want to make it a highlight reel on your... I know. I, I'll do that. 
Okay, so that everyone can go follow. We'll, yes. We'll link it below. Yeah, follow me. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to get into our guest. Um, like we said, she is the queen of all things podcast. She ha- has a show on... <laughs> can't talk. She has a show on E. <laughs> she has a podcast. <laughs> She, she is an actress. She's an actress. She Broadway was star. She was Broadway was like her big thing. She yeah, was yeah, proud yeah. Of, yeah. We learned that. All right, intro <laughs> coming. We love her. She's a friend of our company, a talent of our agency. Let's get into this. All right, today we have Becca Tobin in. She's an actress, singer, dancer, and podcast host. She is known for her role as Kitty on Glee and co-host of the popular podcast Lady Gang. Prior to appearing on Glee, Tobin played the role of Sherry Christian on Broadway's Rock of Ages. Today, Tobin is the co-host of Lady Gang, I already said that, alongside Kelty Knight and Jack Vanek, which has recently been picked up on a series on E! Welcome, Becca. Hi. I did not play Sherry in Rock of Ages. No. (laughs) You're lying. (laughs) What did you play? I was a female swing, which means that you learn every female role. So like every time a girl goes out, you go into that, like you jump into that role. A swing? A swing. It's the hardest job on Broadway. Not because I did it. Yeah. But it is the hard. It's very hard. Okay. So the bio was like horrible. No, the bio was great. (laughs) I just didn't want people running around town because people really care about Rock of Ages. (laughs) Get really passionate. <laughs> Clearly. Well, we're so excited to have you because you're a professional podcaster. Ish. Um, <laughs> no, you're like, you're up there. Um, and we're going to talk about your social media path, your acting path, and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, our first question we always ask that mm-hmm. kind of gets the combo going is what was your first Instagram post? Oh, geez. What was it? It's actually a really cool one. I haven't even looked yet. Oh. What oh. was it? Well, you have to guess. You have to guess. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I know I was on Glee at the time. Does it have something to do with Glee? It yeah. looks like it, yep. yeah. Yes. Was I in a cheerleading costume? Semi-ish. <laughs> like, you were glamming. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It says... Was that what it was? It's pony time with Roxy. <gasps> You're yeah. getting your ponytail. I was in the hair and makeup trailer getting my ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. I didn't realize that was my first... Uh, Instagram post. It was in November 2012. It had 4,531 likes. Wow. Did you already have a crazy following by the time you started? Well, when I started on Glee, it, there was only Twitter. So I started Twitter what? first. Yeah. No way. Uh-huh. And Instagram started, sh- I think. When did sh- when did Instagram launch? Mm, I think like 2011. Okay. So maybe, it, I don't, I don't I know. I definitely, (laughs) Twitter was definitely the main thing because I remember July, 2010 when Instagram started. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I didn't know, I guess you didn't know what it was, but yeah, Twitter was like the big thing, like for everybody on the show for like, we would like live tweet the shows, the episodes. And then, yeah, I mean, I only started Instagram because like everybody else was talking about it. It's like all the stupid stuff now. Like, yeah. I did that with Snapchat since retired. <laughs> retired from Snap. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell us about your journey to like this first Instagram post to like how did you get this acting gig on Glee, which is like mm-hmm. major. So I started my career in New York on Broadway, mm-hmm. well, musical theater. So I toured with shows. I did regional theater. And then I did my first Broadway show, um, I think it was 2009. 
And what's so funny with social media is that I didn't even have Facebook. Like every single person I knew when I was in college, like everybody started getting on Facebook and Mm -hmm. you needed like a university email. Do you remember that? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I remember I never had it. Like, I didn't want it. I had no desire. And I was, like, from the waiting. beginning. Like, that's yes. why I wanted to go to college. It's like, I could get Facebook. Stop. Oh yeah. That's why you you do what you do. <laughs> yeah. Which is so crazy. Um, yeah, I never had it. And then when I got my job, so from Broadway, I toured a little bit with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is, like, the, this, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is, like, the no. top-grossing North American tour. Like, they beat, like, Justin Timberlake every year. No. Yeah, you play like arenas all over the country. Amazing. And it's you know that song, the Christmas song, the rock song, it's like dun 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 dun. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's them. So <gasps> I toured with them and then I got the job on Glee and I had like a week to move from New York to LA. And as soon as I got the job on Glee, my smart friend Erica was mm-hmm. like, Do you have Twitter or do you have Facebook? Or mm-hmm. and I was like, I have none of the above. Yeah. So she set me up with Twitter. And then somebody else was like, You need Instagram. I'm not one of those people. Like I if I didn't do this for a living, I would never use social media. And that's why I'm here on your podcast. I told you, she hates it. You hate it. <laughs> it's hurting my soul. I know. But do you feel like it helps like the acting part of you know what you're doing? It helps it on the business side. Yeah. It hinders it from like a the like artistic side. Explain really? that. Yeah, explain. So, you know, obviously. I now get jobs because of like mm-hmm. a following and mm-hmm. people um, being recognizable from other projects and stuff. And like with Lady Gang, to get people to tune into our show, we yeah. have to Instagram and tweet about it. Um, but like as a performer, that's it's been like a pretty detrimental part of like the process because you mm-hmm. suddenly have feedback from all these strangers that yeah. you didn't want before mm-hmm. when you're on Broadway like the f- closest thing to social media when I was on Broadway was like a message board mm-hmm. and if you didn't want to see yeah. it you, you didn't, didn't have, have to, to see it yeah. like one time I went on there and saw somebody make a comment about mm-hmm. how bad my pole dancing was oh. <laughs> I played a stripper in Rock of Ages oh. and I had to like go on for this girl who used to be like a professional pole dancer. Oh, okay. Whoa. And this super fan had seen the show like 500 times and he got very upset because I did not climb the pole as high as Angel climbed the pole. So like (laughs) that was my first experience with like somewhat of people being able to reach Mm -hmm. you when uh, unsolicited feedback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now it's the hardest thing to balance because I appreciate social media. It helps my career so much, but it definitely made me more insecure. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Um, So after Glee... What happened? Like, what were you doing? After Glee, um, Kelty Knight is an entertainment journalist, and she was a good friend of mine, and she's now the other host of Lady Gang. Uh, We got together, and we were sort of like, we want to do something all our own. Like, Mm -hmm. we're sick of waiting for people to call us to get jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, And she had this crazy, weird, off-the-wall idea to start a podcast, and Mm -hmm. I did not know what a podcast was. Yeah, like, it wasn't a thing when you guys started. Yeah. No. Well, I feel like podcasts have been around forever, but they're yes. having this like resurgence of yeah. popularity with like millennials. And also women. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Adam Carolla has been like the podcast king for years, mm-hmm. but like nobody would do it in the space like for females. Yeah. And I think that's why we had so much success. Like I tell people now that we probably wouldn't be as successful as we are had we not gotten in at the time that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We like monopolized that space. And then we just created really loyal listeners who have been with us from the beginning. Um, 
yeah, it's been very crazy. So we got together, we started the podcast. This was like three and a half years ago. Jack Vanek is the third girl. And we asked her because she's like a female entrepreneur, business owner. So she's out of that entertainment space because we didn't want to be just entertainment pop culture. And we just started it and didn't really know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the side, I was still acting because it's the flexibility of the podcast was so amazing. Like it was just... How'd you start it initially? Like, was it in someone's house? Were you making money off it? We created this like one sheet basically about what our idea was and the format of what the show was. And Kelty has been producing segments for TV as a journalist for years. So she's like, here's what we need. We need an A block, a B block, a C block. And she, it was the brains behind the operation. So she also did some research and finding out who the big podcast networks were. Mm -hmm. And we set a meeting with one and we, podcast one was our first meeting and we sat down with them and we were like, here's our idea. Um, we don't really know what we're doing. We know that we could sit in a room and talk for an hour, but that's kind of it. And they were like, let's give it a shot. And they just sort of like trusted us to, to do it. So did they give you like all the gear, made your song, all that? They have, yeah, they <laughs> do. like, help us out. <laughs> no, it's for real. Like, they made our theme song. Yeah, they, that stuff costs money. Yeah. That shit's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, it's just so hard to know what to do. Like, yeah. thank God they held our hands through the whole thing, and all we had to do was go to the studio every day. They have mm-hmm. a studio there. Now we have our In own. In Burbank, right? In Beverly Hills. Oh, nice. Yeah, and now, um, and then from that, like, over the years, we've, worked so much with Podcast One and they've been such amazing partners that we have branched off and started the Lady Gang network of podcasts. So like it's our own imprint within Podcast One. So we went from total novices to like now we're supposed to be experts, which well, we're you still are. not. Yes, you are. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, no, you and really you, are. Now you guys record at Kelty's house? Is that we right? We record at CBS um, on the lot. Like oh. she has an office and a dressing room there and we've converted one side into a recording studio. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And you've kind of expanded, not kind of, you have expanded it. Like you have mm-hmm. Lady Hang, you have your box, mm-hmm. you have like your merch. Tell us about that. And like, how did you get all that together? So when we started the podcast in the first year, um, we got a lot of advertisers, thank God, like wanting your to advertise. Your first year, you were just like. Well, yeah. But that's also because we were like one of the big female podcasts and yeah. it was it's not so it wasn't so saturated and so all the female brands were finally like yay we have somebody that we can advertise on right and f- women that are going to be listening so we did a lot of like tampons and yeah. makeup and we did like some subscription boxes which was great and they kept coming back and being like the feedback and like all the um conversion rates mm-hmm. have been amazing can you guys keep doing it and finally we were just like instead of pimping out somebody else's mm-hmm. product, like yeah. we know that we could do this the same, if not better for our girls. Yeah, really. So we just started curating like a bunch of our favorite things. We went to local like um, jewelry designer, Katie Dean. She does mm-hmm. all handmade stuff, um, like put in one of her like beautiful necklaces and then just all these little things that we liked. And that was two, two and a half years ago. And mm-hmm. every quarter we've had a subscription box since. Oh my gosh, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And yeah. then you have merch too. We have merch that Jack designs because that's like her career is essentially like yeah, clothing design. Yeah, it's super convenient. She crushes it. And then we have um, the live. So we're going on tour this summer. Mm-hmm. We're doing like six or seven cities um, and we're going to have just like a live show. Do you like the live events? I love the live events. It's like one of my favorite things. It's 
because we actually get to see the people listening. There's yeah. so many girls out there listening who are connecting with us and we don't get to connect with them necessarily. Yeah. And it's just really cool. And everybody gets together and like just like day drinks at three o'clock and everybody's drunk. We're drunk. We're like <laughs> doing crazy things. And we're not recording any of these shows because we feel like there's an element to like what happens in that room stays. stays. Yeah, yeah I like so that. Cool. So it's going to be fun. And like we're going to have some fun guests. Like Tanya just agreed to come and be like our special guest for the LA show. Fun. Oh, cool. yeah. She's the best. She's the best. And she was like one of our original fans. Like listeners. She really? calls herself the super fan of the Lady Gang. She's a super fan of so many things. She's yeah. the, so cute. She's the most supportive, amazing yeah, human. She, she's really, really she's great. She's the best. So for someone wanting to like start a podcast and mm-hmm. obviously follow in like your success, like what are your tips for people wanting to do this? So if you're going to start a podcast, we are asking. we're actually <laughs> asking, um, we're asking for a friend. Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> number one. <laughs> I would say uh, consistency. Like we, no matter how busy that we've ever been in three and a half years, we've never not released a podcast every Tuesday. And then when we added our second quickie on Thursday, we about, I think a year ago, we've also never missed a Thursday. So even if that means us sitting in a room staring at each other for eight hours because I'm about to go do a movie and Kelty's about to go to for the royal wedding, like, and we're not going to see each other for six weeks, it never goes on hold. We'll just backlog a shit ton of content. It's kind of like Instagram, how like you would always tell me that I needed to post like once a day and I could never really understand or get that down because the passion just was not there. Um, (laughs) Don't tell me that. (laughs) The passion for myself is just not there, Um, to rephrase it. Um, So we did the consistency and then also the format of the show is really important because people, for me as a podcast listener, I love knowing that when I listen to Dak Shepard's podcast, Mm -hmm. like they have the interview and then after the interview, they do a fact check, which sounds so silly, but like I look forward to that and I know I'm going to get that every week. So for us, it's like we open up with good week, bad week. It's an anecdote about our own weeks. And I love that. And people get to know you too. Um, and yeah, like just as also as like unfiltered and like real, real. And it's so overused, like the authenticity thing and mm-hmm. all that. Like we hear it so much, but to actually do that and really be mm-hmm. yourself, even mm-hmm. if you say things that make you cringe later when you listen to it, <laughs> that's what people connect with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like for the people that are like, I can't believe she said that there's going to be half the people who are like, I do that too. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's relatable or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that was something we were scared of. Definitely really scared of. Like for me, especially coming from that acting world, trying to be like the perfect little actress. Right. Um, But just finally losing my filter. I mean, being like politically correct all the time. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Depending on your, what you consider to be politically correct. But like, I don't, I try not to be offensive, but like, just kind of no bullshit because yeah. people want to know what's real. There's so right. much shiny Instagram out there that like the podcast is where you can actually be yourself and I don't know, have an opinion. Yeah. Which is like all the things you guys have done and mm-hmm. has led you to having your own show on E. Mm-hmm. So how did that happen? It's crazy. So after our first or second podcast, um, this woman, Annie Roberts, who works at E, 
I've sort of known her a little bit just from ra- random like general meetings in LA yeah. and then Kelty's known her for a long time in the journalist world, like journalism world. Um, she listened to our second, first and second podcast and she asked if we'd come in for a meeting. And so we sat down with Annie and she's like, I just loved it. It was so great. It was so fun. Like, would you guys want to do something in the digital space? Like maybe like a digital show, like every week or mm-hmm. 15 minutes. And Kelty was like, no, I think we're going to like keep doing what we're doing. I yeah. think we're going to grow the podcast and I think that we're going to come back in a year and you're going to want a TV show from us. Whoa. And we were like, it was the most ballsy moment of, <laughs> yeah. of her life. Um, and Jack and I were like, what were you thinking? We're making no money. Like we were making <laughs> no money. Yeah. Um, but Kelty just had so much weird faith in the, in the podcast and the brand. So then she, Annie continued to listen mm-hmm. and through the years she would reach out and be like, this episode was so great. And finally we started meeting with production companies mm-hmm. and we were ready to make like a sizzle, sizzle yeah. reel in the pilot presentation it was a two-year process. So meeting the production company, putting together the sizzle, and yeah. then finally going around to every network in LA, pitching it. And our, we ended up at E, where which is where we kind of always saw ourselves, yeah, but we wanted to huge. see what else was out there and see what other networks, like what their ideas, what they would do with the show. Mm-hmm. And E was just our favorite. Like the, it's we work with mostly female executives. Yeah. And then the one president of E is Adam Stotsky, and he's like the biggest fan of the brand and like mm, women. And they've let us just do whatever the hell we want to do. Like yeah. it's really weird. We were ready to get on TV and be told that we needed to dial it down. Yeah. And usually they're like, more. It's yeah. really psychotic, but it's amazing. Hmm. I love yeah. that. And you got picked up for a season two, right? Which you're filming now? Yeah, we're filming that now and it's just started airing a couple weeks ago. So it's going to be running through, um, I think through the end of May, the episodes will be airing. Oh it's pretty God, crazy. It's amazing. And you're it's filming fun. like a movie right now? You're leaving? I'm leaving in two days to go to Palm Springs <laughs> for three weeks to, oh my gosh. Yeah, to do a Hallmark movie. Really? Tell your grandmother. I didn't know. <laughs> my grandma's a big fan yeah. of her uh-huh. Hallmark. 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 Yeah. She loves Hallmark. Oh. Um, so I'm doing that. F- um, and then I, I'm coming back every Tuesday to film Lady Gang. Wow. Oh so I don't gosh. have a day off for, for the next four weeks. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Gosh. But you'll be in Palm Springs. You can get a tan. Yeah. Except that I work every day for like 15 hours. So That's what no... it's like being on set. It's yeah. like 15-hour days. If you're like the lead of a movie, you're never – you don't have really days off. Or like depending on the script. But like with these format of movies, like with Hallmark, there's usually just like one very featured role and you're in it almost every single scene. So there's no – there's really no time off. And the days off that I was getting, I'm – getting them, but I'm getting them because I'm coming back here to shoot Lady Gang. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But we're you make shooting like in, good money on Hallmark, right? Hallmark's an amazing network to work for okay. because Hallmark still has people watching TV because what you're finding <laughs> is that people so are just not watching TV. Like we, yeah. got, we got our ratings back for like, you know, Lady Gang I, and like not to get specific, but like the, the, Bar is lower now of yeah. what a good rating is because yeah. people don't even have cable anymore. Mm-hmm. Are more people listening to your podcast than watching E? Um, or your show on E? Um, it's kind of weird. You can't really, it's not like a direct conversion because we do our, our podcast within like the week. Okay. Um, and then with TV, all they really care about is like the live when it's 
on the live feed or okay. the, or three days after, like the plus threes. It's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, uh huh. It's well, I've heard her talk about this on Lady. No, Gang. it's super. It's Actually, super complicated. I know you're supposed to watch it within the first three days that you record it. Thank you. But I will say, more girls. I think more girls are listening to the podcast. Wow. Because the just the power of digital. That's the thing. It is the power of digital. And actually, I I just got a like a pie chart or a chart of conversion rating, like conversion rates among mm-hmm. every platform and podcast is like a mile ahead really? of every other platform. Like people digesting the content or like converting ads. off of the ads. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, like a, using your promo codes, mm-hmm. Lady Gang, yep. at checkout. Okay. Yeah. That's mm. interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I really thought it would be Instagram because it's so visual and it's mm-hmm. so like Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm such a sucker. I buy everything on Instagram. But I feel like all you the do? same companies. Yes. You do? I, those targeted ads get me. Wow. Yeah. I've never been targeted. Really? Not that I know of. Jeez. I buy pretty much everything Morgan Stewart posts. Really? Not, she posts no, such okay. expensive shit. Not, not clothing-wise. Like skincare. Oh. I'll be like, buy it. Add and their cart. ads are not ads? No. It's it's, it's like... It's just her. Yeah, I'll DM her. I'll be like, is this for real? And she's mm. like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love everything she posts. She's great. Yeah. She's amazing. So you do like social media ads and whatnot. Uh-huh. Do you like that world? Do you like doing ads? I really like that it's a way to, because for me, I don't really do anything that I don't love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Furbo dog camera <laughs> is my passion I, in life. Mine too. It's like, like all I do when I'm like gone. It's crazy. Like they're... That was such a, that's an example of like why I do love Instagram ads yeah. because yeah. that's something that I wouldn't have been introduced to necessarily yeah. had mm-hmm. I not partnered with them. Yeah. So like being able to partner with them and also really enjoy what it does. And also when I'm telling my friends to buy this, I would tell them no matter what, like yeah. whether I was being paid or not, like it is the best thing I've ever bought as a pet owner. And I hope they hear <laughs> this. so true. <laughs> it is so true. Literally. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So stuff like that is cool. And also, you know, we forget we live in LA and it's like the center of all Mm -hmm. like information on skincare and Botox and blah, 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 and all like beauty and style. We forget that a lot of the people following us are not living in a metropolitan city and Mm -hmm. they don't have access to that sort of thing. Um, For me, I can text like 10 people when I need a new Botox person. Right. They're like, where do you even put Botox? What does it do? (laughs) Um, So I love that that enables me to educate women about like, I love skincare. I love taking Mm -hmm. care of my skin. When I started to do that, I just felt better about myself and it's so shallow and seems so superficial, but I feel confident when my skin looks good. So when I talk about a skincare line, like I actually genuinely use it. Yeah. Um, You know, and like, I think when I first started, I didn't, I didn't know to do that. Yeah. I think that I sort of was like, oh, an ad, I'm going to do it. Like, I can't give an example because then they'll sue me. But like, (laughs) I just, now it's not worth it to me because when you post something, you do get, you get trolls, people being like, this is for money. You don't really use this. So I want to always confidently say like, yeah, I I do use it and I actually really do love it. Yeah. Is that the same with the lady gang? Like, do you have control over the ads that you guys talk about? So we get to approve every ad that comes on the podcast. And we've had like, we've had 
like one example would be um, probably two years ago, we had a supplement company reach out mm-hmm. to be a sponsor mm-hmm. and we joined with them. And um, one of their products was like kind of a fat burning situation, but it wasn't really like legit. It mm-hmm. was kind of a one of those smoke and mirrors yeah. and whatever um, claim to like let you lose like 30 pounds in two months or something like a real like infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, like, well, that's cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so unless it's cocaine in that bottle. So we did, we did it one week and I remember the feedback cause we have a Facebook group, like a private Facebook group. It's not that private. It's 20,000 girls, but like you have to answer questions about the lady gang to get into it. Oh, but it's like our test group. So we did that ad and suddenly these girls were like, this is bullshit. Like you guys should see what this website is. You guys oh. should know what you're selling. Yeah. And it was like super embarrassing, but we also learned a huge lesson. Yeah. Like their bullshit meter is insane. Mm-hmm. Everybody's is now. Mm-hmm. And so we pulled the ad. We never did it again. And from that point on, we've never ever promoted anything that we didn't like personally use, advocate for. Like yeah. it's just... We don't, it's not worth it. You have too much to lose, really. Way too much. Yeah. That kind of leads me into the question that we ask every week, which is what would be your, well, we'll start on a high. What would be your like viral moment? And then we'll go into like, what's your unfollow me moment, which is like something horrible (laughs) that I posted. (laughs) Oh God, there's so many. So like a moment that I had. Yeah, like a viral moment. It doesn't even have to be on social Social media. media. It could just be like a, whoa, I made it. I don't know. I mean- Oh, one of the funniest things, someone just reminded me of this and I had forgotten about it. So when I first started Instagram, for fun, we were sitting around set one day, like it was late at night, we were delirious and we were just goofing around and we took pictures of each, like selfies of each of us making a plastic surgery face. So like the crazy pouty lips and like making your nose really small and your, and like this was before Facetune, like it was all, it was terrible, terrible quality photos and like just us making like what equivalent to a plastic surgery face would be. And we did that. And then I went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen a few weeks later when I was in New York and he like brought up all those photos from Instagram. And I was like, oh shit, people really see what you do on here. (laughs) But it was really cool Uh because he like was like, this was so funny. Like you guys doing your plastic surgery faces. I was like, this is not what I intended to do. (laughs) No idea. We were bored. <laughs> but like that was a crazy weird moment. Uh-huh. Just knowing people follow you and like watch. And notice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, Andy granted, Cohen. Well, not him himself. I mean, I'm sure it was one of his like producers. <laughs> but like at the time I thought it was Andy Cohen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. I was like, you follow me? Me too. Does he? I doubt it. You don't know. You need to I have don't know. him on the Lady Gang. I know. He'd be so great. But he's in New York, so it's really tough. Like, we, when we go there, it's for, like, a day. I don't know when people follow me because, like, how, I don't, how would I know? search his name and your followers. And just see? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never done that. (laughs) We could play a game. never. (laughs) I haven't either. I'm, like, an 80-year-old when it comes to Instagram. Every time Sarah asks me to send, do they know the context of this, that, like, I'm repped by you guys? Well, now they do. Okay, so I'm left to be social. Becca Tobin. Yeah, and Sarah was emailing me. The amount of times she's had to ask me to, like, screenshot a demographic, like, screenshot your demographics or screenshot your impressions or screenshot, like, I never do it right the first time. She's always like, no, just tap on that little grid. It'll give you percentages. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. 
Thank God, like That's the why two I love girls. You. It's I'm an it's idiot. Refreshing. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> the two girls that like work for Lady Gang are both under 25. So I'm like, can you guys handle this? <laughs> Today, one girl was like, "You want me to scan something? Have you heard of Cam Scanner?" Oh yeah, I mean I know that. Okay, well what, you I also don't know what that is. yeah. There, there's like phone scanners. Like you don't need like a fax machine. I was like waiting for her to go to the fax machine. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm a, yeah. Wait, we missed the unfollow moment. Yeah, what's oh, your unfollow? unfollow? Oh god. I mean, keep it authentic. Yeah. I'm sure I've had so many. I know. One. Can you think of one? <laughs> yeah. Please tell me. I. I mean, okay, I, it was on I, Lady Gang, and it was like an incident oh, that got you in trouble. Yeah. Oh. I made a joke on Lady Gang. Um. I probably won't repeat it. No. I made the joke, but what's really frustrating is if after, you know, like girls got upset and with good reason. And so I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm learning. We're all learning. And it was meant to be a joke. And I'm sorry this is triggering for people who are sensitive on this topic, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, blah, blah. That makes it seem really shitty and not important. Sorry for that. Yeah. But um, what's so crazy is there's a podcast that I listen to regularly and it's a male host and it's like part of his shtick is the exact thing that I said. No. Yeah. And like they listen to the feedback and they're constantly apologizing if he does something wrong or says something yeah. wrong. But apparently he's not been called out for this thing yet. And it's just so interesting that as a woman, yeah, I said this thing and I apologized yeah. with good reason. And then like this man, and I'm not like one of these so like curious. crazy blah, 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 like yeah. get upset for no reason. Right. Um. But it really is so enlightening. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, we really can't get away with as much as men do. And being in that space of like being a woman who speaks her mind, like I, I really have found that I've not been able to get away with certain things that men are getting away with still. Totally. So my idea is I'm just going to completely bulldoze through it all and just yeah. be as terrible as I possibly can <laughs> until people are desensitized and then I can do whatever I want <laughs> along with every other woman. That's the goal. Wow. Yeah. I feel but, like you're doing that on Lady Gang yeah. TV. I kind of am. Yeah. 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 I mean, the goal is for me to be so disgusting and outrageous <laughs> and shocking that like women everywhere can get away with being a little bit less like perfect yeah. and polished and like appropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had it my way, we'd be like hooligans. Just, I mean, I love it. It'd be the end of civilization, but it's probably a good thing there's people that call you out when you say things that you shouldn't. Like yeah. Allie. She's here to bring you back in. Yeah. <laughs> bring me back like down. Like a moment that you really must No, have. I'm glad that you said that because it was like such a huge moment no, where I was like so stressed. It was really stressful and some of the girls reached out to brands that I had worked for and been like, you should hear what she said. And, yeah. you know, it was Jeez. fully, and I think like what I've learned so much in, especially when it comes to just speaking your mind and being out there, like with social media and the digital world, like we're so out there and we're so like touchable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, what I've realized when I start to get upset about th- think what people say, I would be like, what are their intentions behind this thing? Yeah. We have to be like more focused on what are the intentions as opposed yeah. to like, Oh, they fucked up. Let's jump all over that. Yeah. yeah. Cause everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. Oh, I got really heavy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> That's like um, the best answer we've ever let's gotten. Let's get really shallow. Um, describe your online presence in three words. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to love this question. I mean, this is this is like my torture. My online presence, like yes. my Instagram. I yeah. mean, yeah. Or your Twitter. Today I looked at my Instagram and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm like one of those like moms, like cool moms. <laughs> I'm not even a mom. It's a cool mom. But like, it is a cool mom vibe. Okay. Like, hip, 
I think I'm hip, but I'm not that hip. Okay. <laughs> like, I've, I, I'm like the very tail end of millennial. Yeah. You know what I mean? An elder millennial. I'm an elder millennial. And so <laughs> what I do is not that cool. And the pictures that I post are not that, like, artistic or whatever. I mean, I will say, right now it's just, like, lady gang promotion, so it feels like not me. Mm-hmm. Even though that brand is totally me. Mm-hmm. I just get weird. I really hate the feeling of <laughs> this <question is> stressing <laughs> you out. You really derailed. Words, I so don't know. Hip, I mean, hip, but not cool hip, mom, cool elder mom. millennial and real. <laughs> Perfect. Those are more than three words. I love it. But they were great. Thank elder you. millennial. <laughs> um, what's something you would never do for the gram? Uh, so many things. Really? Really? I mean, for the gram or for money? For money. For money on the gram? <laughs> yeah. You should have yeah. specified. <laughs> Anything. I'll do anything for money on the gram. Just kidding. That kind of contradicts I mean, what you just said. I know. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, there are just certain things like that I... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of pet peeves when it comes to Instagram etiquette. You hate secret projects. I hate secret, secret projects. projects. I, hate temp- I hate teasing a secret project. Just... <laughs> Don't talk about it. And then when your secret project is not a secret anymore, tell us about your yes. project. It's like a weird, it's such a weird, like psychological, uh, like, yeah. like I irritating. don't know. It's like high school girls, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, I also wouldn't facetune myself on the gram. No I mean, facetune at all? I'll facetune like a pimple mm-hmm. or sometimes I'll facetune like, there's only been one time that I've facetuned like Your my thighs. body or my thighs mm-hmm. and it felt gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I won't just do recently like a- listened to a podcast. I don't remember who it was, so whatever, but she has like millions of followers on Instagram and she said she stopped facetuning because she would look back at photos of herself from like a year ago or six months ago and she would feel depressed she didn't still look like that. She'd be like, I was so pretty. But she never <laughs> and was. she was like, wait, I've been facetuning my <laughs> So she's like, I'm done. Was I'm like that? depressing myself. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would go crazy on Facetune. Um, I also wouldn't. I I barely. I show Zach on Instagram, but it's you guys are cute. It's like the real us. I don't think I would ever become that couple that like had photo shoots together and like <laughs> cultivate, like curated our life to make it look perfect. Like that yeah. is weird. That's and brain. I will never put like my child on Instagram. That's for sure. Really? Oh yeah. my god! I'm. That's like I can't wait for that. I, I for me sad. to not Don't put my child. You on. and me, myself. Like I'm gonna be putting my child on it all the time. You are? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. <laughs> Think about all the that's like, like why she's get. having a child. <laughs> you are such a psychopath. No, I'm gonna pimp the. I'm gonna pimp it out like when I'm pregnant and like the Pampers yeah. ads. Like yeah. you can put a baby on your shoulder and not see the face. I mean, <laughs> also I think that there's a point when you can. S- like stop putting your kid on. Like yeah. babies, all babies look the same to me. So it's like that doesn't skeeve me out as much. But your but once, kid is going to be so cute. Mm, debatable. Um, I was not a cute baby. My husband was sort of cute. No, like, yeah, your kid's going to be cute. You guys are both cute now. Thanks. Yeah, the kid, the kid pimping out upsets me when people make money from their kids, mm-hmm. especially when rich people. Like, I don't understand when people who are already, like, wealthy and successful do things with their kids on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. What question do you wish we had asked you? Mm, What about didn't ask me? (laughs) 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 
a question. Is the English wrong? In no, that I'm saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, what question do <laughs> I wish you didn't it. ask me? Oh, okay, do that. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't really think that you really missed a question. We were that good? You were really good. Okay. Yeah. Well, then now we go into a game. Ooh. <laughs> it's called the Google Guest Game. Oh. Sponsored by Google. Great. <laughs> Just kidding. Google's a legit sponsor. (laughs) You don't need my advice. Like, this is not sponsored by Google. And sorry, Google, we said your name. Um, (laughs) I think they're cool with shout outs. (laughs) So what this is, is we Google your name and then like whatever like populates your answering. Mm. So Mm. one of the first ones that came up, Mm -hmm. it's not really a game. You're just answering the question. But I like when you call it a game. It makes it more fun. But your name is Googled a lot, so... Which is, you don't know that. She's okay, if I if I wrote up. is Ali Grant, I'm pretty sure nothing would come up. <laughs> no, but how many times has she <laughs> been Google? Can you see how many times someone's been Google? Came up. Is okay. What anyways, I'm mm-hmm. ready. Okay. Is <laughs> Becca Tobin married? <laughs> sure, I am. <laughs> been married for two and a half years. Perfect. She's got a fatty rock to prove it. Yeah. I love mean, that thing. cutest ring. Thank you. Cutest husband. Thanks. Is Becca Tobin how old? Is, <laughs> is Becca Tobin how old is Becca Tobin? <laughs> how? What? I don't get this form. She how? does not understand this game, and it's not that hard. It's a fun game. I've suggested this a lot on Lady Game. Oh. Yeah. Mm. How old is Becca Tobin? 33. Mm. Who is Becca Tobin's mom? What? People want to know. <laughs> You're Googled um, a lot. She's <laughs> just a regular lady living in Atlanta, Georgia. She's an attorney. Did you have a mom on Glee? Maybe that's what they mean. Mm, no. <laughs> okay. So weird. What? Maybe because have- I have no talent. They're like, this girl has to have a famous parent. <laughs> <Rich> famous mom. <laughs> I'm like a Hadid. Like, what? Not that they don't have talent. I'm just saying. I'm okay, expecting my mom to be Yolanda Foster. <laughs> <laughs> what has Becca Tobin been in? Um, Glee <laughs> and some Hallmark movies. And that's Billboard. Lady Not Gang. Billboard. What is it? <laughs> Broadway. Broadway. I mean, Billboard. Yeah, I'd say that's the extent. Okay. Wow, you're really underplaying e, that, Lady Gang. Um, can Becca Tobin sing? Yeah, I can. Ha- can she's sing I only now. sing for money. I have never sung on, on our podcast. Come on. Just give us a little ditty. No, no. <laughs> you can Google that. A little diddly. Spon- use your sponsor and Google <laughs> Becca Toman singing. Okay, fine. That game was fun. Um, okay, <laughs> next we have I've fans. seen she Becca Tobin podcast voice. And you've been Wait. like tame today, but sometimes she'll be like, and now we have another question. Kelsey does that. Really? She, yeah, she actually gets in trouble with our um, with our showrunners on Lady Gang because she's a host on Entertainment Tonight, oh. and she's been trained, like, phys- like actually trained like to talk like, and Wilmer Valderrama, yeah. he gets married this weekend, yeah. coming up. Like, it's this crazy, weird voice, yeah. and she'll sometimes slip into it in Lady Gang. They're like, no, 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 like, please stop. Like, Just be normal. Talk like a normal person. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know where I got it because I've not been on ET or anything. You're but, official. Yeah. I just want to be guilty. It's <laughs> my favorite thing. Um, okay, fan questions. Who's your dream Lady Gang guest? 
Ooh, I think Dolly Parton would be so good. Ooh, oh, so fun. She'd be amazing. Um, we've been trying to get John Mayer on because Ooh, he so funny. is so funny. So funny. He actually did something really funny on his Instagram um, talk show, yeah. his Instagram live show. Yeah. And people kept commenting on his beautiful skin and like what he used for his skin. And now he's like, he's like, I'm not going to tell you unless this brand pays me. No. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. He's like the ultimate influencer. <laughs> I feel like so many girls love him. A beauty brand would be so smart to like partner with him. Genius. So like the most genius move that they could could make is partnering with John Mayer. And well, really any brand. Yeah. He's amazing. So he'd be good. It's a really fitting end to our next question. Mm. What are your go-to beauty products? Ooh, okay. I have a lot. my radio voice? (laughs) Kind of. Bordering. I didn't think it was. No. (laughs) Um, I recently just bought Charlotte Tilbury um, foundation, Mm. which I don't like a lot of coverage. I don't like to look like I'm wearing a lot of makeup in my everyday life. So I, this girl suggested it and I bought it like at Nordstrom like a real basic bitch. Yeah. And I love it. Glossier also does this like cool tinted, um, it's it's like a level down from a CC cream. Hmm. Oh. It's like the sheerest, found. like I'm on the hunt always to find like the sheerest coverage for my skin. Yeah, so am I. I. Yeah. You would like this one from Kula. Is it good? Yeah, it's our CC cream. I'm going to try or it. Or BB or whatever the heck. I yeah. I like the um, Benefit Brow Gel. Mm-hmm. That one I use it. They're like you dark have brown brows. Oh, Thanks. I know. Um, I love Sonia Dakar has a an Omega oil for my face. Like I'm very prone to breaking out. Um, but this stuff I can lather on my face all the time and never ever break out. It's this what's it called? It's the Omega oil. So it's kind huh. of like I put it on at night and just I mean, I do it in the morning too. It just gives me a nice like glow. Hmm. And it works. You have amazing skin. Oh, thanks. I'm pretty broken out at the moment. It's my time of the month, you know? Mm. So fun. Just went through that. Me too. <laughs> Me We're too. synced up. <laughs> Gross. Um, favorite musical? Thoroughly Modern Millie. What? What is that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good classic. It's, you um, know yes. Sutton Foster <sighs> like starred in it, and her, the story about Sutton Foster doing that role is crazy. I won't bore you because you're, nobody <laughs> yeah. on, is listening likes Broadway, but the story is insane. Essentially, Sutton Foster, who's now the lead in Younger, the TV show with Hilary mm-hmm. Duff, she was the understudy for the main you're role. You're giving us the story. <laughs> no, I'm just saying she was the understudy and she was so good. This girl, the main girl, wasn't able to make it. And Sutton went on like to fill in and the whole producers were like, this is actually our girl. Wow. So it's like a cool underdog story. I'll have to and then she won a Tony download Award. It. <laughs> download it. <laughs> I'm such a dork. Um, go to karaoke song. I don't do karaoke. I hate karaoke. Please don't invite me to. How do- is this a fan question? The fans would know this. They right? wouldn't. No, I mean I don't talk about it that much. It's just it's one of my least favorite things. Karaoke. Cole's writing one. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you follow on social media? <laughs> Let me I tell you. Know. This fan you. wants to know who well, you like. Yeah. And why? Let me tell you. Mm, Rude for calling I, me out. <laughs> I recently just started following Create and Cultivate because I'm speaking at their conference in May. Okay. okay. I think what they're doing is very cool. Mm-hmm. Celeb Face is a really oh, good one. Oh, that one's so good. Uh, where you can see everyone who face tunes. Yeah, it's so good. Um, 
I, a lot of like clothing brands that I like. I don't follow a ton of in- influencers because mm-hmm. I also feel like through like, I guess subconsciously you start to like copy other people's yeah. things and I don't like that. So I don't really follow, unless they're my legitimate friends, I don't follow like influencers or bloggers. Oh, interesting. I'm really terrible on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, you've been amazing. I'm really like, I'm the anti-digital person. <laughs> With just like a million followers. Yeah. Um, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Oh my God. I mean, similar things t- to what I'm still telling myself now, which is like, um, what other people think really doesn't matter. Oh, it's such a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently heard somebody say this, uh, uh, what is it? Bravery is a muscle. Mm. And so we deal with so much rejection in this business and so much like negative feedback that mm-hmm. I don't look at it anymore as like a downfall or a bad thing. It's like the more I hear it, the more I'm like flexing that muscle of rejection. And it's like, getting through that is, I love it that. makes me stronger. And so now each time, if I look at it like that, I'm like, that's okay. This is making me better. Like mm-hmm. it's some, some things are harder than others to t- like turn it that way, but it's true. And like, just do what you love doing, which is what I did end up doing. But I think that like, do it for you, not for the validation of other people. Wow. Deep. Deep as shit, guys. Gosh. <laughs> well, that's it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Wait, where can people follow you? Um, Are you accepting new followers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not private. <laughs> um, I am. What's my Instagram? Becca. Is it, is oh, it, oh my, it's just Becca. It's at Becca, you <laughs> sick freak. It's changed. It's at Becca, B E C C A. And then the Lady Gang. The Lady Gang is where you get all the podcast stuff. And yeah, that's it. (laughs) Follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Becca. Or don't. Thank you, guys. Bye.